The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Chicago Bears have a lot of decisions that they have to make this offseason, but one of the biggest decisions that the Bears do have to make is addressing the defensive line so that we can get to the quarterback more than what we did last season. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Plus, we're going to talk about what assets could the Bears be interested from if they end up trading with the New England Patriots and dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot. For everything Chicago Bears related, I'm the host here, Hayes. But more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content for today. So we all know there's conversations around the quarterback position, wide receiver, everything like that. And I do not want to take away from those conversations. If you guys were on the live stream this past Sunday, you know I'm not entering in really any more QB debates. I just don't have the time and the space in my mind to do it. I can't wait till the Bears make their decision public and we can go ahead and move forward. One of the the, the decisions that the Bears have to, uh, or one of the position groups that the Bears have to address in a super meaningful way this season is the defensive line. Now, they already took a step in the right direction in that by trading and signing Montez Sweat to a long-term extension. That sets the Bears off to a really great uh, spot. And while... Again, nothing I'm saying is taken away from Montez's sweat is impact on that defensive line. The Bears finished the season with just 30 sacks. That's it. 30 sacks on the season. The only team with less sacks than the Chicago Bears were the Carolina Panthers, uh, who who went 2-15 and 15 on the season. The Bears didn't get a lot of sacks last season. Now, Montez sweat came in. He really did change the expectation. He led the Chicago Bears overall in season with sacks. With his impact, we saw the defensive line you know, get more pressure on the quarterback after his addition. But the Bears have to have to address that defensive line in a meaningful way. Now, we know one of the first positions that that Ryan Poles was willing to spend big money on was a three tech in Larry Ogan Joby. Now, that ended up not medicals ended up not clearing. They ended up having to do away with that contract. But that just goes to show how important a three tech is in Matt Eberflus's system. Now, we got an edge, a great edge in in Montez Sweat. And that may change kind of the, the severity you need that we also drafted. Uh, Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens last year, who, you know, showed some flashes. Javon Dexter may be ready to step up. Justin Jones looked better as well, you know, after uh after Montez Sweat came in. We also got Dominic, uh we got Walker, who uh can play inside and out. And we signed Billings to extension last year as well. But the defensive line still has to be improved in a big way. And the Bears have an opportunity this season. You know, we talked about Daniel Hunter, things like that, but they have an opportunity also with some of the defensive linemen and edges that are at the top of this draft if they decide to do that the best NFL teams when you look at down at it have a nice rotation on that defensive line and you know with us also bringing in Eric Washington as that our new defensive coordinator he's somebody who likes to keep his defensive linemen fresh by rotating in and out finding different combinations getting guys off the field when they can so this defensive line definitely needs to be bolstered when you look at teams for example, like the Baltimore Ravens, or you look at the San Francisco 49ers, and we know what that defensive line is in the San Francisco 49ers. The Chicago Bears just have not had a dynamic defensive line like that for a few years now. So 
I think I understand, you know, I know the Bears have other positions that they need to work on and they need to look at. Some people say the quarterback, wide receiver is definitely one I expect them to address in this. We know we need a center, uh, we, you know, and that's why I do think the Bears are going to try to look uh, to get into the second round. We'll talk about that here in a second. But the Bears have to absolutely address that. And it just comes down to it. When you look at the end of the day uh, and the trends going on in the NFL right now, the bulk of players that are drafted in the top 10 in the NFL right now are either quarterbacks or players that can get to the quarterback. That's just the way that it's been trending right now. Those are the positions that are game changers for teams, and the Bears may be addressing both of those this year. You guys know my personal opinion on what the Bears should do with the quarterback situation. Not getting into that, but that's it. When it comes down to it, quarterbacks and pass rushers are some of the most paid players in the NFL right now, and the Bears increasing their ability to be able to get to the quarterback has to be something that's really at the forefront of what this front office is trying to do this offseason. And we'll see. Do they address it by signing a big-time free agent? Do they address it by signing maybe a lesser free agent, but also maybe going out in the draft? There's a lot of different avenues that the Chicago Bears could look at to do that. But I think, ultimately, it's going to come down that that is a position that we're going to see the Bears address in a, in a meaningful way this season. We haven't drafted an edge rusher with one of the premium picks since Ryan Poles came there. Does that change this season? Or does he spend money on it in the, in the offseason? When I'm seeing what happens, let me know what you guys think on that down below. When you when you look at the importance, outside of, yes, the quarterback, outside of the center, we know that those are positions. Again, center isn't going to go high in this draft either, maybe in the second round if the Bears get into that second round, though. But do you see the uh, the getting pass rushers and improving that defensive line being something that needs to be one of the top targets for the Chicago Bears this offseason? Let me know what you guys think on that down below. Now, with that said, we know that the Bears are looking for trades, right? Whether that means trading Justin Fields, whether that means trading the number one overall pick. And we talked a little bit about what the Washington Commanders could um, could send to the Chicago Bears and what the Bears could be interested in. We got that video. That video was about two weeks ago. Go and check that out. Uh, I'll try to put it in uh, in, in the tag if I, if I remember to do it when I'm editing this video. But if I don't, the other team that sits at number three is the New England Patriots. And the Patriots could be a team that the Bears do look to trade for. And looking at this, especially now after some things have changed, there are definitely some assets to the Bears are going to be interested. And of course, for us, if we trade with them, we're getting their number three overall pick. That goes without saying. But another one is the Bears seemingly want to get into that second round. When you kind of look at all the kind of rumors around the Bears recently, things like that, it seems like the Bears are really uh, wanting to get into the second round of this draft. Now, I have my own thought process between what they're doing. We talked a little bit about that in more in depth in this, uh, in this past Sunday's live stream. So go and check that out if you kind of want a full-fledged out discussion on this between me and the guys. But it seems like maybe the Bears, we know they need to address the center. There are a lot of centers in this draft that could go in the second round that the Bears, who don't have a second round pick, may not be on the board by round three. And so, you know, the second round pick from the New England Patriots, which would be 34 overall, I think is definitely a big thing there for the Chicago Bears. After number nine right now, we don't pick again at number 75. So being able to get a pick between those two at number 35, which New England Patriots pick would be, I think would be something that the Bears don't even entertain a discussion with the New England Patriots unless they're getting that second round pick because that gives them another bite. That could get them the center of the future. That can even maybe get them an edge as well if they decide to go, you know, lineman earlier in the draft. So I think that second round pick is definitely going to be something that they do not leave that conversation without talking about. But then some of the players here. And when you look at one of the players that are on the Bear that could be on the Bears list, I'm not saying for sure, is Jabril Peppers. Now this is a guy who it, it, he was ranked by PFF as the fifth best safety in the NFL last year. Now, 
Again, not saying that the PFF grade is the end-all, be-all, but Jabril Peppers is somebody who can come in, uh, pair with Jaquan Brisker that you can look at, and I think could be could form a heck of a safety duo with Jaquan Brisker. He also kind of fits that timeline as well for for the uh, for the Chicago Bears. That I really like the prospect of getting this guy in here if the, if the Patriots make him available. Now, I'm not saying that that the uh, the the Chicago Bears are going to leave that without. It's a non-negotiable if they if they don't get Jabril Peppers as part of that deal. But this is a guy who 28 years old. Again, you could still draft a safety. If that's the case. Uh, not not a whole hell of a lot of money there, but I think that this is a guy that the Bears could absolutely be in. He could come in. He can make some sense for the Bears after losing Eddie Jackson. Again, not your long-term so- solution there, but it is something that if they needed to sweeten the deal and the Bears uh, do look at it, listen, they aren't paying somebody a whole heck of a lot of money. Uh, they can sign him to, to a longer deal next offseason if he does work out, but that gives you a chance to maybe develop, not have to rely on a rookie, which they could. They, they didn't hesitate to rely on Jaquan Brisker, but if they do, can get Jabril Peppers in that deal, I do think that it's somebody that the Bears could absolutely be interested in. And then next up, Cole Strange. Now, this is a guy who they took him in the first round of the 2022 draft. They thought that, that was look, it was looked at as a reach in that time uh, as well. And while he didn't have the best results, uh, you know, he started all 17 games his rookie season. He allowed for five sacks, 26 pressures, and committed six penalties. It wasn't great. But if the Bears do, he he was in 10 games last season. He did look to improve. The Bears could get him as somebody to help add some depth to that offensive line and somebody who's still young enough to where maybe they can develop uh, and get some more out of in long term. So those are kind of looking at. I'm not saying that those are the only players that the, the Bears could be interested in from the Patriots, but I do think that those they'll, uh, they do represent assets and players that the Bears could definitely be looking at if they were to trade uh, with with the Patriots as well. Christian Gonzalez is another one that could be a possibility there, but I think we're kind of set at that cornerback position. Maybe if they don't re-sign Jalen Johnson, maybe, but the, the Patriots do have some things that the Bears could be interested in, and that's if they trade with them for the number one overall pick or via the rumored that they could be interested in Justin Fields. So, you know, we'll see what ends up coming of that. I just wanted to go over that. You guys can let me know what you think down below. What else, as far as that is on the Patriots right now, would you be interested in, whether it's them trading for the first overall pick or it's them trading for Justin Fields? Let me know what you guys think down below. With that said, I want to get into this mailbag. We had a lot of overflow this weekend. Let's get into this first voicemail. This one's from Grego. <laughs> what up, hey? This, let me tell you, this, this voicemail is from my boy Hayes. A.K. Drip. Hayes, I was listening to you cook that dude. Uh, to, this is Saturday. I was listening to, I guess it was a Friday voice. <laughs> I love it. Let me tell you something. This is why I love this show. Because not only do you, you go in, y'all all go in for y'all for each other, y'all co-hosts. I, I love that. I love that loyalty. And more importantly, anybody going to ever question uh your integrity, and as you stated, every damn show, good, bad, or different, whether you agree about it, you, I mean, your way to let people know that you try to always tell two sides of uh, the story, so to speak, and you do that. I mean, I'm going to say that shit. You do that shit at your opening monologue whenever you start talking about uh, Justin and uh, Caleb. I'm, I'm, with you, I'm with my man on one thing. Fuck Caleb. I, I say that. That's me. Because Not because I have I don't know him. I don't care about knowing him. I am a Justin guy because of what a Justin has shown me. I was the Justin guy in, when he was in college. I'm one of the people that told y'all, let me tell you, I still stand by that. Justin Fields had that Mahomes-type skill set 
but just in a different way. Justin Fields is a fucking playmaker. You get Justin Fields the mindset, I mean coaches, and the, and, the, and the line that protects him and the other weapons, you know, uh, you know, outside of DJ Moore, and, you know, the running game is cool. Man, watch Justin Fields cook these fools. These people in the NFL – uh, I'm, I'm talking about players. They say that they ain't got no reason to, uh, to Justin Fields horn. It wasn't Justin Fields as far as their career, but it seems like a lot of people come to man, Justin Fields, he that dude. So you got to listen to that. But cook these niggas, Mike. That shit was great. Chicago up there down, player. First of all, thank you for that. I feel like being objective is always one of the best things about, or the most important things about being in this type of platform, right? There are so many, I, I can stress, like, when I was just a, a viewer, a listener of podcasts, there's so many uh, podcasts that present their thoughts as, like, fact, and I never want to be that, right? I want to be somebody who I say, hey, these are my thoughts, this is what I would like to see happen, but then here are the objective facts, and then you guys can, can form your own opinion based off that. That's what I love to do, and that's the thing that I, I really aim to be in this, is that I don't want to this. Yes, I'm going to have my, my opinions, and some of those opinions are definitely going to be strong opinions for sure. But I, I think overall, I really want to present this as like a, hey, this is what I think. Let me know what you guys think. And I always like, that's the point of having mailbags. It's the point of this interaction is so everybody can get their thoughts off. So I definitely appreciate that. Now, as far as what you feel, uh, listen, I, I, I can't take away from what you, what you say. The mindset that Justin Fields has, all that stuff, the chemistry that he built with DJ Moore, I just personally would love to see Justin Fields get a chance under a more competent offensive coordinator. But like I said all the time, it really comes down to, what the Chicago Bears front office views it as, and that may be different than what I do, it may be v different as how you or any other fan views it, and I'm going to try to lend my trust in. I'm not going to try. I'm going to give my trust to that and how they build this team, but best believe, if it doesn't work, I'm going to talk about it. If it does work, I'm going to be the first one to say they made the right decision. May have not been what I did, but fuck what I wanted them to do, right? They made the, the right decision. Justin shows a lot, and, you know, you are the right to have your opinion on, on, on Caleb or anyone else, and, you know, I'm not against the, the – Get to the people who say, hey, I want them to draft Caleb. I want them to draft Justin Fields. I want them to, it's, but be, have your reasons for it, right? Don't just go off what the national media conversation is. And that's what we try not to do here is not just to do what the national media is doing with this team and have a place where we can have opening conversation. But like I said in Sunday's live stream, I'll be over the QB talk and I'm, I'm ready for it to end. <laughs> but thank you for leaving that voicemail, Grego. Let's get into this next one. This one's from Dewan. Hey, this your boy Dewan from the low end of Chicago. I was calling in because I had a question for you. I was going to ask if you pick up Daniel Hunter in free agency and you don't get a uh, defensive end in a uh, draft and you develop, you know, the D tackles that we have, you bring back Jalen Johnson instead of going out and spending money on the free agent, free safety, or drafting one. Or well, you can still draft one. What about moving uh, Tyreek Stevenson to free safety? The boy can hit. He got a nose for the ball. And then plus, you know, I feel he can play both positions because he, he got the length to do it. You know, so you could bring Terrell Smith in at the other boundary corner. Or try to, you know, like, you. some of them are interchangeable. They could play safety and they could play corner. So I was just, you know, calling in and asking about that. And, you know, uh, what about, you know, trading? trading back that number nine pick, you know, a little bit in the mid first round or in the twenties somewhere so we can get a center, you know, power Johnson. You know, so I was basically just trying to, you know, get that question on that and uh you know, Chicago up bear down. Y'all keep doing y'all thing and I'm watching every day. 
Moving Tyreek Stevenson to safety. Um, here's the thing. Tyreek Stevenson is so, and we while we've seen a lot of movement on the offensive line, for example, Matt Eberfuss hasn't shown a, a lot of changing positions for players. So I don't know if that happens. And Tyreek Stevenson, to me, he excelled at what he did. Not to say that maybe you can get creative and use him in some, I don't know. I, I just think that you want to draft an actual safety. You don't want to have to move a guy who really thrived and showed so much. Yeah, he showed ball hawking ability, in-man coverage, you know, things like that, and just stuff that he did. Tyreek Stevenson showed a lot last season, but I think rather than move him around, you want to keep him at that cornerback situation and keep fleshing out that cornerback crew and go out there and get you an actual safety. And I think, you know, if you do sign Daniel Hunter, if you re-sign uh, Jalen Johnson, it, it's that's draft picks are cost-controlled for a reason, and you can get a safety lower in this draft. Like I said, the safety that I want to see the Bears draft in this one uh, from Washington, like, He's not slated to go super high. So I think that there's there's a, a reason to think that Jaden Hicks could still be there on day two for you. And to me, that's a guy that you really can get, even if you do sign, make other big uh, signings in. He's going to be cost-controlled. I like this fit next to Jaquan Brisker. That's my personal opinion. But, hey, maybe we see something crazy. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's from CB. What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, Cognac boys? How y'all feeling, man? This your boy, CB Real, man, a.k.a. CD family, our comment section. Hey, look, Hayes, I got a question for you, my dude. Are you a Sagittarius, bro? Now, 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 if you feel uncomfortable asking that question, or when a man asks you that question, I understand, so pause. But I'm asking you that, man, because the way you curse people out is so eloquent. <laughs> you will not dare put the integrity of anybody here. I, I, but I, I love it. Bro, you be going hard. And, 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 and I, I see it coming. I'm like, he's about to go off. And I just had to ask that question, bro. But if you feel uncomfortable asking, I understand. So whatever. But what I really wanted to say is, um, just like I was right about the Bears being 7 to 10, um, I was going, I was, uh, right about Eberflus last time I called. You know what I'm I was wrong about the uh, OC. I didn't see Walden. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know he was going to be available. You know what I'm saying? But this was the last time I called. Uh, I'll be right about this too. Um, Justin Fields is going to be on the center for the show. And the more you, the more you know, you know, I say, you know I'm saying, if you know, Brian Poles went to that Notre Dame game with Caleb Williams and you know he left halfway through. You know that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, what we're going to do in the draft is we're either going to draft two high end wide receivers with those two top picks or we're going to get a combination of a high end wide receiver and a center or a high end wide receiver and, uh, um, in a uh, tight end, but um, that's pretty much how the draft's going to go. And Justin Fields will be on this center. Now, I know y'all got to say what y'all got to say because, you know, you got to keep an open mind. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, because y'all got to do y'all thing, and I'm not trying to come at the integrity of nobody, so please don't curse me out. <laughs> but, but, you know what I'm saying? This is just me saying what I'm saying, and um, I stick with my guns because I believe do what's probable, not what's possible. But I got my own saying, uh, it's either get down or bear down. But, you know, it is what it is. Y'all boys have a good day. Peace up. First of all, that's funny. Yes, I am a Sagittarius. That is why when I go off, I go completely off. And that is why I, I, I try to be very eloquent even when I go off. So that way people are left like, wait a second, what? <laughs> but, yeah, man. Uh, but you good. As far as, like, your opinion, listen, I get where you're coming from with, with everything on this. And, it's very much what you pointed out is something that we could absolutely see happen. And I, it really comes down to how this front office, this coaching staff, whatever, evaluates the quarterbacks that are in front of them. That means Justin Fields. That means Tyson Bates. Not to say that Tyson Bates is going to stop them 
from going after a quarterback in this draft. I'm just saying, evaluate everybody that's in front of you. That means the draft prospects coming in. That means all of them, not just Drake May and Caleb Williams. That even means going down to J.J. McCarthy and, and evaluating every single quarterback in this. If That way, if you're going to make a move, you have everything. And that's what it seems like Ryan Poles is going to do. He's going to evaluate everything. And is it frustrating for some Bears fans that they don't have the answer? Yeah, it's frustrating for some people. But, hey, that's the that's the majesty in all of this. We get to wait and see and ruminate and 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 think about it and have these conversations and people arguing on social media every single day about Caleb Williams and Justin Fields. That's why I say the biggest swerve in all of this, if, if the Bears do go a different route and it's not Justin or it's not uh, Caleb Williams, I can't wait to see the discourse in that case just because as somebody who loves to see the world burn, I'm going to laugh my ass off. If that were to happen, but for just the, the Bears fans that have these hardline stances and just n- think they know what's going to happen. So, you know, we'll end up seeing, man. It's it's going to be a fun time, man, and we're going to be covering it here every single day. So make sure you guys stay tuned in, man. But, guys, thank you for those voicemails. Thank you for tuning in to the channel. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, The number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, and that's thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, Chi-Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.